Welcome to Flippin' Awesome Coaching, a podcast designed for athletes who love a challenge and want to see just how far they can really go. I'm your host, Amy Twiggs, and the podcast starts now. All right, you guys, we have a treat today. The principal of Desert Hills High School, Justin Keat. We are so grateful for him to be on our podcast today. I'm excited to be able to talk to him. This is really fun because Principal Keat has a very similar energy, <laughs> I would say, like I do, where we get super excited about these topics when it comes to mental and emotional health for everybody, not just for athletes. I focus on athletes, but I also give it to everybody. So when you start listening to Principal Keat, you guys will be in for a treat today. You'll hear his passion, what he's excited about, why he does what he does. And I'm going to let him talk more about himself and then what it is that um, makes him stand out. He's, he's kind of being a pioneer with the high school, leading the way in not just his student body, but also specifically with his coaches, with his athletes, with everybody, with his parents, doing something that other people haven't done, which takes a lot of courage. And that's one of those emotions that we want to develop in everybody. So Principal Keith, Welcome to the podcast and tell us a little bit about you and then take it over. Awesome. Thank you. Well, I've been in education for 19 years now. I taught for eight years and I've been an administrator for 11. So I've taught in high school and middle school and I love working with kids. I love being in education. Um, you don't get into education unless you're passionate about helping kids and you just eat, sleep, and drink that all the time, um, especially as principal of a, of a high school, a large high school that's busy. Uh, there's always stuff going on, and it never stops, and I love it. So I appreciate the opportunity to be here to talk with people who are listening and to talk with you. Uh, you're right. I am passionate about uh, anything positive that's going to help kids, and, you know, something, something that I say is, uh, you know, something is something and nothing is nothing a lot of times, and when we uh, that means I'm willing to try anything and everything that could help kids because some things we try will help, you know, may help this kid or may not help that kid. I, I hope my, bless my faculty, they're always so <laughs> good about running with whatever I'm passionate about and helping, but right. uh, they just jump right in because I've, I've piloted several programs and we've tried new things. And, and like I said, so, some things really work and some things you have to just say, hey, we win or we learn yeah. and we shift and um, you know, this is uh, working with kids is a very, uh, there's nothing said about it. It's very organic. I was just talking to someone the other day and we were talking about everything seems like a first, like, wow, that's a <laughs> first and it's, and, and it's awesome though. It's awesome because everybody's different. Um, but yeah, I've had a real, um, passion. Uh, what, what got you started on this path of trying things that nobody else has really tried? You literally, every time I come, you're like, I think we're going to try this. And your, I, your mind is always going with something new. Some, and it's like the growth mindset. Nothing is not worth the failure, not worth trying just to see what happens, right? right? So That's tell fine. me what got you started with this and, and standing out. Yeah, honestly, my time as assistant principal here, working with students and discipline and parents. And, you know, we were... I've, I got put in charge of the restitution program and I went in and saw, you know, 20 or 30 kids sitting in this forced restitution because they'd missed a lot of school. And I, th I thought, man, these are the most at-risk kids at my school. And then I got looking and I was like, oh my gosh, there's like the Sterling Scholar kid. And here's one of our 4.0 students. I thought, look at this, look at this audience I have here. Like what's going on? I said, do we have the, you know, I turned to the teacher and said, do we have the movie Rudy or something? <laughs> we got, we got to start, like we got this awesome, captive audience of some kids who are struggling and everything in between let's start talking to these kids let's do more we can do more 
And we've had a program that was, that was born out of that whole thing called School of Life that we're still doing that we've done for nine years that's grown into other schools and it's as far away as Samoa now. Oh and it's super cool. So I thought, you know, my big thing was schools can do more and we can go deeper with social emotional learning, mental health and teaching these kids uh, coping mechanisms. And I got so tired as assistant principal of, you know, looking at kids and these parents that were dealing with some pretty heavy things, uh, anxiety, depression, um, you know, suicidal um, ideation and all this stuff and saying, um, just being very reactive to that. I got so tired of, of being reactive. It's, it's time to be proactive. Schools can be proactive. Schools need to be proactive. Mm -hmm. Back to something is something and nothing is nothing. If we try something, if we're more proactive in some way, doing as much in anything as we can. Mm -hmm. you know, I want to look a kid in the eye at the end of the day, and I want kids here to know that you matter to me no matter what. Um, you know, your education is important. I get that. Math's important. But you as a person, how can I help you? How are you doing? And so just out of, out of having to just constantly pass things on to, well, you know, you're going to have to go talk to a counselor. You're going to have to do this and that. I thought, no, I'm, enough of this. I'm tired of being reactive. It's time to be proactive. We can go deeper. We can do more. We can uh, find things that resonate with kids and that are working that are going to have a positive impact on them. And, and we've learned a lot and there's no magic silver bullet that fixes everything, mm -hmm. but um, that, that hard work and, and never give up attitude from the top down has been really good. My, my teachers and staff here have followed along and the kids are responding really well to a lot of things that we're doing. So it's good. So a couple of things, I want to know a couple of things that have worked because of course every school is going to be a little different, right? Different dynamics, different scenarios, different demographic, whatever it is for them. So it's, what, what's working for you isn't going to work for everybody. But I wanted to make one point that you said earlier, you said um, you wanted to get to know the kids. Academics is important, but you wanted to be able to really get to know the kids. And don't you feel like when the kids feel valued, then their academics naturally goes up? When they feel like they, somebody recognizes them and notices them, then they have some sense of, I belong here. And when they feel like they belong, then they have a desire to put a little more effort into what their education is. Yeah, absolutely. I'll give you an example of that. So we have an after-school leadership uh, behavior training. Um, and when kids kind of go off track behavior-wise, and they maybe do something that they could be suspended for even, or, or in, some, in some trouble, but it's kind of a first-time deal. And, and um, you know, I'd like to try to, I like to try to do the opposite with the kid to kind of flip it on and they come into your office and they know, all right, you know, this is coming and here we go. And it's like, Hey, you know, why don't we invest in you instead of consequencing you? And I'm going to send you to this class and it's eight hours of, of leadership training and life skills training. And we put them right alongside our student leadership kids. And I said, I, you know, we tell them, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to invest in you instead of consequencing you. How about your punishment is, you know, you've got this coming, these punitive consequences, right? Mm -hmm. And how about we do this instead and we offer it to them and the parents and they're like, they're, they're like, oh, really? Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, why not? I see leadership and potential in you. Let's, let's, go, let's go work with that. Let's do that instead of this, this you know, punitive thing that you're just going to kind of take your lumps and move on and nobody learns anything. Why don't we, you know, push you and do that growth mindset? Maybe you don't know this skill yet or this yet. We're going to invest in that. And so we put them through, um, you know, some various programs that we have here and have tried out and man, they respond awesome. And they just, you really bring out a different kid when you say, um, how about we do something positive instead of something punitive here? 
Um, you know, there's kind of this adage in education, you may have heard this before some of your listeners, but it's so true, um, that we, uh, when a kid doesn't know how to read in education, what do we do? We teach them how to read, right? When they don't know how to write, what do we do? Teach them how to write. All right. If they don't know how to behave, what do we do? Punish them. You punish them. That's what schools do a lot of times. That, that doesn't work. Why aren't we teaching them a, a better way, better skills, how to cope, something. So we've tried a lot of things. We're the first high school to open a, a student wellness room this year, which has been awesome. Tell us a little bit about that. What's that? Tell us a little bit about the wellness center. I, I visited it and I was just, I just wanted to live there. Yeah, I want to live there too. I go there often. So it's my, it's just a happy place here in school. So that kind of came out of, you know, some, some research that's been done across the nation. Uh, a few schools are, are moving to these and our district and county here kind of leading the way in our state. We're the first high school around here and one of the first in this area uh, of the part of the United States to even do this. Um, but we opened a student wellness room and it took some time. Um, it's in an awesome little conference room off of our library. So it's kind of in the heart of the school. Um, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a calm room, it's a wellness room. The, the cool thing is students self-recognize. We've told them, hey, you know when you're not doing well. We know when a kid is struggling, if they're having anxiety, depression, just started off with a bad day. We've had a girl who was telling us the other day that her, her dog had died and she was upset about that. You know, this, these are very real issues these kids are dealing with and they're sitting in math or English. There, there's no education going on if this kid's, you know, mm -hmm. amygdala is blowing up and they feel like, a, you know, a freight train's coming at them as it were in life and they're just struggling you know, mentally to even focus on what's going on there. We recognize, you know, there's probably not a lot of education happening at that point. They need to, they need a reset. They need to go, uh, you know, calm down a little bit. So the cool thing is, is the whole culture here now is self-recognize when you need to take a little time out and they can go in there and stay from 10 to 20 minutes. Anyone can go anytime and they can go in that room and it smells awesome it feels awesome the lighting is awesome like we literally brought in people in the community the interior designers and experts i brought a spa lady in and said i want this like when you go into a spa and it's like yeah right so they come in there and there's uh you know a full-time lady up there and they can talk if they want there's you know weighted blankets and all kind of tangible things that they can do and they just and it's very educational up there so they learn breathing techniques they learn why the smell they're smelling helps them relax a little bit. They can sit down and relax. They can breathe. They can use a variety of the fidget or uh, little self-care tools up there. And all of them have a little, you know, this is, this is why this works and this is what's going on. It's very, very educational. So they rate themselves coming in, how you feeling and on the way out. And uh, they do really well there. I'd much rather have them take a time out for 10 or 20 minutes. We would see a lot of kids leaving or not coming to class or going home early or skipping class and crying in the bathroom and, and disappearing somewhere where we don't want. This is a place where we want kids to go, like I said, where they can learn something. And, um, you know, the idea is they walk out of there and, you know, we've heard kids, you know, that uh, say that, you know, the things that they do and learn there that they can repeat at home or in the classroom, even when they're struggling. Okay, I'm gonna breathe before this test, like I learned up in the wellness room. It's been awesome. We, we average, you know, five or six kids a day go in there, all kinds of kids. Uh, I've seen every type of kid there. And it's, it's just, it's been really cool. We had our students make a, a video. So a peer to peer thing telling the students how to use it when we rolled it out. And, you know, so, so they see 
you know, regular kids here at school saying, hey, we all have bad days sometimes and we all need a little reset and we all need to practice self-care. And I really believe, you know, we've got to pay attention now in education to educating the whole student. So uh, mind and body, self-care, mindfulness, all those things are so critical today, just as important as their, as their math, science, and English education, I really believe. So this is another tool we have at school, a place where they can learn and, and do those things there. So. Well, and you've also allowed me the opportunity to come in and talk with your athletes just because there's the athlete's pressure as well, which I think pressure is pressure and everybody sees it in all aspects. You've done a lot of things that are outside of the common, um, what you say, what normal people, I guess normal, you're not normal. <laughs> I don't feel like, normal. That's but, <laughs> but you, you've tried a lot of things. And I know when I, when I walked by the wellness center up there, I noticed the person who's in there full time. I noticed the student was facing away. And I asked the, the woman in there at the time, I said, you actually, she said, we don't interact if they don't want to interrupt. They get their space for them. It's not about us. It's just about them. And I love that when they came in, they get to put down, mark in, what is their, what is your top emotion? What is it that you're coming in feeling? And then they get it. You actually have data when they're leading, like now, how do you feel? So you can really see its effectiveness. And I think it's brilliant. That's just one of those tools of many, like you said, school of life, you have this wellness center, you've, you've brought in mental strength coaching for your athletes. You you've been trying whatever you can try, whatever's impactful, whatever's working, you're just going to try until it doesn't work. And then you just keep tweaking until you find something that's effective for the general student population. Right. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yep. What, else, what else are you thinking of doing? What else is going on for you? What else do you see? I know there's one athlete, um, there's a lot of athletes, but w yeah. when I listen to people, athletes or students saying, I, I hate school, it's never about school. So then you want to understand why is it, what is it about school that's so hard? Is it the peers? Is it the subjects? Is it the teachers? Is it that you're not understanding? Is it that you have a hard time reading? But it's hard to say, I hate school and not be able to say, well, you should like school, right. you know? You should like what we want to say is reactive. Hey, you should like it. Why don't you hate it? You should go be punished for not liking it. And then you force them to, to study more. And what do they want to do? They want to run away even more instead of somebody exactly. just. And when, when we dove down with one person once is we dove down to the point where she's like, I just don't get math. Right. School, I just, I'm not understanding concepts right. of math. I, I honestly, Amy, feel like that you're right on. I think that every kid inherently wants to succeed and do well in school. Mm -hmm. And they really enjoy being here. And, and they want to do well. I've never met a kid that just, just says, you know, I just, I just don't want to do this. I don't want to do well. It's always when you peel those layers back, it's, it's this, this problem or, or I have a test anxiety or I just don't get math, so I don't want to come to this. And I think, you know, when you can provide be a little more proactive and provide some of those things that take away a few of those. Hey, you don't like math or you struggle with math. I get it. Math's hard for me too. That's fine. You know, what can we do to help here? And I think when, when kids know that they matter at that school and that school is willing to do anything and everything yes. that they can find and do and to help them then, and give them some little wins at school, then you can build on that. And, and that, again, you talk a lot about that growth mindset. I know you talk about that a lot with your student athletes. That's a, that's a huge thing here. Uh, so many students, a, a big thing I see is they put a lot of uh, uh, mental blocks on themselves. You know, I can't do this. I can't do that. No, 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 no. You may, you may not be able to do that yet. Yes. But with some practice and some persistence, we're going to get there and we will work with you. Yeah. Um, and I think when kids understand that the school really cares about them, mm -hmm. okay, you don't, you don't like math or that, that's fine. How are you doing though? What, what can we get down to? How are you? 
And, and what can we provide here at the school to help you, all of you as a person, you know? And I think then you really get some wins with kids. And when they know that, hey, I have people here that believe in me, this, this growth mindset, you know, is, is part of the culture and who we are and what we do here, that, um, you know, they'll find some success along the way there. Yeah, there's so many things. I remember one time talking to you and I remember you saying the kids here win, like it was just a fact that yeah. they win. And my thought went, oh dear, because when you, when you are at a school where everybody wins and you feel like you're not winning, then what? Yeah, yeah. Then, they, then, then you have struggles and they have enough of that anyway. Yes. So I think it's, I think it's like a, you know, I'm a real big believer in if you create, um, you know, like, like a garden, gardening, right? Like if you create the right conditions at a school, kids will thrive, kids will grow. You know, the, the seed will grow if the conditions are right. Yeah. So teachers and educators are really, you know, the gardeners here. I want to try to find a way to create conditions where students and student athletes can thrive, can believe in themselves, can have some kind of a win. Always and, winning. And when you said that now, it makes more sense the more I've gotten to know. They do always win. They because do. Because when you see that they're not winning, you provide another space for them to win. And we celebrate their failures too. Well, so, you know, I had a, we had a meeting the other day with our staff and I was throwing it. I was saying, hey, tell me something that's good that's happening. And then it, we did that for a few minutes. And I said, I want to hear some fails. And, yeah. and I started out, I said, let me tell you something that I screwed up and did. We can all learn from this. And I had teachers sharing fails and it was awesome. It was like, hey, we all learned and high five for, you know, hey, you learned something and, and that's it. It's all about learning, getting a little bit better every day. And I think kids just, they need to hear that and they need to believe in themselves. And a school needs to be an environment where that is, that is top to bottom, a very palpable thing at that school where, you know, we'll work with you and you're going to figure this out and you can get little wins and build on those things and improve a little bit every day. Never give up just keep trying right well and the only thing that the only i guess result we don't want is quitting but failure is beautiful and just like you said i think it's beautiful that you're teaching from the staff to trickle it down that hey getting a b is survivable right it's survivable getting an f is survivable like we can figure this out it's not there's never a problem it's just we need you to feel okay about you so that you're willing to keep trying exactly. that's the foundation is you're okay no matter what the what the grade is what right. the outcome is it's from that moment you can be we can work with that but if you're not willing to try anymore that's where you have to go back to why do you feel like you don't want to try it's because they feel like there's something wrong with them so I love that you start with the staff and you let them practice failure which is exactly what I think the kids need to practice is let's go outside and try something you never tried before because you were afraid to fail exactly. and then see what happens Yep, it's got to be safe to fail at school. It's got to be safe to fail in the classroom. Mm -hmm. Honestly, at home too. Uh, you know, kids are kids are learning. Kids are kids. I mean, we know developmentally with their brains. You know, that's that happens later in their twenties and whatever. So I try to keep that in mind here. I've got a kid sitting in front of me here. This is uh, you know developing, and and they're unsure on some of the things that are happening to them, and just haven't learned the skill yet. I tell kids all the time, hey, the only difference between you and I is I have twenty more years of of failing and learning than you do, and, and that's it. So I just may have a little more experience that way than you do, but, mm -hmm. but it'll come and it's, and it's okay. So, uh, you know, it's fun. And on the athlete side, I know you work with a lot of athletes and have a lot of student athletes uh, who listen to this and, and coaches and things. Mm -hmm. uh, athletics is, is another cool arena where you can really focus on uh, not only social emotional 
well-being and, and mental health things, those kids put a lot of pressure on themselves anyway. Um, but there are so many cool life skills that can be learned in the, in the sports and team uh, arena and aspect. But um, there's also some neat opportunities there to really with athletes to really grow. I think what's been a fun thing for us here at Desert Hills High School is to really try to grow leadership capacity within those kids. So all athletes see themselves as leaders because they put that uniform on, they're out there in front of people, they put a lot of pressure on themselves. So, I mean, man, coaching that mental game is just huge for these kids. And to be able to really focus on and building leadership capacity within those, those students too, because that's, that's who people see around here. And athletics is cool and important. They're student athletes, student first, athletes second. But it's been fun to try some things uh, with you and the coaches and re really building leadership capacity with those kids there. It's been fun to see that work and really blossom and, and, and take hold this year. Well, and I think all the wins that you were talking about to me earlier when I was trying to understand what you were saying is the wins come from the failures always. The, the, uh, a success is standing on a podium of failures, right? The only way you can Absolutely. succeed is is being buoyed up by all the failures that you've experienced. And so I think that the beautiful thing, one thing that I have been very um, impressed by you is every time I have spoken with you, there's another book that you've suggested. You're a very avid reader and you're <laughs> passionate about what else can we understand about these students, about what's going on in their brain, what's going on so that we can understand a way to help them understand them. And when they can understand what's going on when, with great knowledge, not only comes great responsibility, but a desire to understand more. Right? right. You always seem to have another, hey, have you read this book? Look at this one. Look at this idea. Right. And so one of the ones you told me to read was Iconoclast, which I think is right. amazing. And you're kind of an icon in the field of let's try something new and not worry about how it's going to turn out. Let's just see what happens. Right. Something's right. nothing. So nothing and nothing's nothing. It's just let's go. Let's try it. Let's not sit and wonder. Let's yep. not wonder what if. Let's not go with anxiety and fear. Let's just go. I always like to say what I envision with like desert hills is there's a, a courage right here and fear is always riding on the very tail right when you forget about the courage then the fear is what leads and you do things reactively when you can keep courage ahead and say hey it's okay let's try it then fear is always going to kind of be there because that, that's just innately in us but the courage is what dominates the courage is what what leads away the leadership skills where they're like hmm you know what are we going to do here are we going to lead with this one or this one and you have a tendency to, to show in your leadership skills that you always lead with courage, that it's worth trying. Let's go for it. Let's see. Yep. It's awesome. I appreciate that. I think it's always, always learning, you know, and, and trying to push yourself a little bit, never be satisfied with where you're at, always be hungry. And, and there's more to learn. And humility is a big part of that. I am not, I have zero ego. You know, I've, if anyone knows better people around me, I try to hire amazing people around me and that's, that's what we work hard to do. Because, yeah. you know, somebody always knows better and there's always something to learn. You know, I heard, heard a thing the other day and I really loved it. It said, you know, I hope you never reach your full potential. You know, right. what, what is that? You don't know what that is. Yeah. And, you know, keep pushing yourself. Always be hungry. Always be ready to learn more. And I think humility is a big part of that. And I love the courage piece, too. I think these students, um, you know, need to realize that these challenges that come to them are golden opportunities for learning. And a better them is right on the other side of a little bit of, of uncomfortable and a little bit of getting out of your comfort zone, a little bit of uh, moving through that obstacle. Uh, like you said, lead with courage, take that leap of faith. Mm -hmm. And man, there's the growth. I don't, I don't even think they know, you know, they're have any idea how strong or courageous or awesome they can be. But if they see problems that way and, um, 
are, you know, work through those, work through those problems, mm-hmm. you know, as best they can mm-hmm. and, and then reflect back and go, what did I learn? What did I learn about myself? Mm-hmm. Um, there's some huge, huge lessons there of, of winning. So a better them is right on the other side of their greatest challenges. And if they could see problems that way, uh, yeah. you know, they're so, they seem so uh, earth shattering and this is the end of things when it's, when it's just little dumb things, right? And, you know, hey, you know, let's get outside our comfort zone, do something hard every day and a better you is right on the other side of this, this challenge, this problem, this feeling that you're having. And, and it's okay, let's move through this. So. I think you just wrapped it up really well, Principal Key. I appreciate that. Do you have anything else that you want to leave? There's just, a, I mean, between school systems, school districts, um, athletic directors, principals, people trying something new that they're afraid everybody's going to say, why are you doing that? I'm sure you oh. have people say, what do you think you're doing? Yeah, all the time. And, and you have to ignore that. <laughs> What's that? You just have to ignore that and then just say, you know what, I'm doing, I'm doing everything I can. I'm doing anything I can. So mm-hmm. You know, some parting words to parents, students, and, and schools out there especially is kind of what we, I started with is go, go be proactive. Go find things in your community. One thing I've really learned through a lot of this is there's some amazing resources all around you. We turned to our community for help with this wellness center and everybody jumped in. We've started doing some parent nights on mental health things where they've come in and we've had different speakers and those have been really successful because this, this is a community issue here. This is, these are all our kids. These are our neighbors. These are my kids' friends. These are your neighbors. Um, this, is a, this is a community. And so when you, when you have that mindset, I think, and attack these, some of these challenges that kids have, um, you know, back to it takes a village type thing. So I would challenge kids and, and schools and parents to, especially schools, you know, push yourself, do more, go on the proactive, stop being reactive to things find smart ways to do things, have courage to try anything, something you do and something you find that's out there and around you is going to work and it's going to resonate with kids. And if it helps one kid, Mm -hmm. then it worked. And if it helps one kid and you can build on that, there's probably other kids that it can help. So be proactive, go out and find things around you that work and can work for kids. Be humble enough for to ask for help. There's some amazing people we've asked for to help like you and people in our community that I'm like, this is really a thing right here where I live. That's awesome. How can we get that in here and share that knowledge and share that, um, you know, that skill or whatever these people are teaching with our students. It's out there, go get it and go be proactive. Mm, thank you. So if there's anybody just curious, if there's anybody, I know you probably don't have a website that's principalkeat.com, which you probably should, but if, if there's anybody who has questions on how you, uh, created some of these things that they may want to implement, is it okay for them to reach out to you? Yeah, absolutely. You know, Desert Hills High School, our, our school is, uh, our school website is dhthunder.org. Uh, and, um, you know, they can reach out to me through my school email um, and, or through you. You know, you know how to get a hold of me too if they're connected with you. Um, I love I love talking with people and I'm, I'm real passionate about learning new things. So like, mm-hmm. like meeting with you, every time I talk to someone, I learned something and I think that's great. So people are absolutely can reach out to me. Um, my email is justin.keat at washk12.org. So J-U-S-T-I-N dot K-E-A-T-E at washk12.org. You can and I'll put that in the show notes. Yep. Hey, right thank on. you so much for your time. We sure appreciate you and all you're yeah. doing for our community. We sure appreciate it a lot. Absolutely. The time went fast. I wish we could talk some more. So I appreciate the yeah. chance to be on here. And thank you for all that you do for our students in our school as well. So it was, it was my pleasure to be with you today. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you.
Hey, thanks for joining me today. If you enjoyed listening or have questions about something you heard on this podcast, go to Flippin' Awesome Coaching to get your questions answered. Thanks for sharing this episode with your friends. Have a flippin' awesome week. Bye.